Uh, continue to listen throughout the show today, but 820-830-840 today through next Monday. All right? You're going to have a chance to win a $500 high V gift card for your big game spread. That's right. Go. The official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can find a huge selection of Chiefs apparel, Chiefs plates, napkins, party supplies, Chiefs-themed cookies, cakes, and cupcakes, everything else to throw that big game party. A $500 gift card at High V will be giving away uh, on the show three times per day, 820, 830, 840. We're going to get three contestants. Each will have 60 seconds to answer as many questions about the show's history as they can. We just passed our 13-year mark together. The more you know the show, the better your chances. One person each day is going to get registered to win the $500 gift card. And then, again, that begins today at 820 and then through next Monday, 820, 830, 840 to play along. All right? Got it? Got it. Good. Good. Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Metro Ford. View the inventory online at kcmetroford.com. I think one of the things that impressed me once again, I guess, about the Chiefs this particular season, which is also going to make this particular season stand out, the finding different ways to win that we've seen this team be. No doubt, man. Yeah. Dick Vermeule even kind of mentioned a little bit about his Rams team. Like, they were the greatest show on turf. And then it got to the playoffs, and it became more about the defense. It and really then the did. Defense, he's like, the defense actually won us the Super Bowl. I mean, they won you know that I mean? NFC Championship game like 12 to 5. Yeah. And then they won that. that- Super Bowl, like twenty two seventeen. I don't even. I don't even look at the score anymore. I think it was. I think it was uh, three to two. Yeah, it, 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 no, something uh, but, like yeah, that. It was, yeah, it was, one, it was one of those complete grinders. Completely right. turned that that Rams team on its head. You're like, that doesn't how the Rams have played all year. Um, but I think they and make, see the other the, the the biggest myth in that is that that defense wasn't any good. They were the sixth best defense in the league that year. Yeah, yeah. That, that, those those things happen. They right. get overshined by the offense, right? So Sunday was another example of that to me. It wasn't perfect. Was far from a perfect game. Chiefs turned the ball over oddly again. Mm-hmm. I don't still know what that ball flew out of Mahomes' hand. I don't know. The Gary Apremian one, you mean? And then they yeah. they didn't get burned for it. They didn't run the ball, right? They tried, but they couldn't get anything there was going. No, there was no run game going. Bunch of receivers were down. They still were. Yet here we are. Yeah. Like they they still they overcame. <laughs> Their deficiencies on offense, not as many style points, not maybe the high-flying Chiefs offense we maybe gotten used to. Uh, look, the Chiefs were a video game for a couple of years there, mm-hmm. maybe more than a couple of years, where we just thought everything they ran like gold. Like this is like this is like playing that perfect video game, playing against the the crappy computer, and you're awesome at it. Well, it's a little more normal now, right? That's all. This is how most teams win games. Finding ways to win. Not everything goes according to script. I think this team has probably showcased that uh, more than any we've seen in the re- recent vintage. It's like whatever it takes, we'll get it done. That's fine. We'll we'll go a different direction if we have to. We're not bombing the ball down the field or taking our time. If the run game's there, we'll take it. If not, we'll figure it out. If there's three receivers out, oh, we'll figure it out. We'll just add some tight ends and play that way. I think this team's been more. Uh, Showing, showcasing more of its ability all season long to kind of do whatever it takes. Well, and, and I think that's really a tribute to Andy Reid and and something that a lot of people can learn from. And, and you know, there's a there's an old stupid saying that I like that I think applies here is that flexible people don't get bent out of shape. And Andy Reid's been an NFL head coach, Josh, for 24 years, a quarter of a century next year. Andy Reid will be on the NFL sidelines. Think about that for a minute, right? 25 years he'll be an NFL head coach. And usually when you get to that age and you've been doing it for so long, you've got your ways and you're kind of set in your ways. 
Andy Reid, the good thing about Andy Reid, at least in my opinion, is that he doesn't have any ways. He, he just adapts on the fly and continues to change as the game and the players and everything changes in front of him. He's done an amazing job of changing as a head coach and adapting and evolving. And that's what they had to do in that game on Sunday, too. That's why they ended up winning that game, because they adapted and changed. I mean, the stuff that you just said there is mind-boggling. You know, they had a couple of turnovers in that game that you don't like. Uh, You had the opportunity to um, go out there and not have a running game. That didn't work. Every wide receiver went down with an injury, and yet they won the football game on the the back of a quarterback who had one leg. like And and, and a star tight end who could barely stand up, you know, because he had back spasms going on. So... It, it's 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 unbelievable that they were able to do that, and that's because that's what Andy Reid does. He adjusts and adapts and then adapts and adjusts and then adjusts and adapts, and it happens throughout the game, and then the defensive side of things picks it up, and you have, you know, MVS step it up on the offensive end when you need somebody to step it up. Like, to me, that's Andy Reid in a nutshell, and that's why he's been able to survive for a quarter century in the NFL as a head coach because he does constantly adapt and change. If you go in there and say, this is what we're going to do, and that doesn't present itself and allow you to do it that day, and you don't change, you get beat. They constantly change throughout the course of a game, and we saw it firsthand on Sunday against the Bengals, and that's why we sit here going to the Super Bowl now. Also, watching that quarterback performance, Yep. I feel like should be enough for everybody now mm-hmm. to go, all right, we're done, right? We discussed what what the, the scenario was going to be on Monday, Chiefs win or Chiefs lose, how it would be perceived nationally. Now you should just look at that and go, all right, we're done. Every list now, which before was uh, the best quarterbacks under the age of 25. That one, remember, they started to exclude Mahomes. Right. Now you just, you base all your lists on two and down. Mm -hmm. Like, stop. What are we doing here? Right. Was that that enough? I don't know. Was that enough for everybody to go, all right, it's two and down. Let's stop. Let's let's end this nonsense. Right. Burrow's not better than Mahomes. Nope. Allen's not better than Mahomes. Herbert's not better than Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, while Hall of Famers, are not better than Mahomes. Right. It's two down. You can fight fight amongst yourselves. Right. I, I don't. But one's so definitively clear cut. Like, knock it off. Right. Why are why are we still doing this, right? We're still trying to figure out who's better than Patrick, who should be better than Patrick, who could be better than Patrick. It's like, just allow Patrick Mahomes to be the best, right? Just allow him to be the best quarterback out there in this league. And you're right. Fight for everybody else. Who's going to battle for number two? The question shouldn't be who the best quarterback is, who the best leader is. They should all be other than Patrick Mahomes. Who's the second best quarterback in this league? Because I think you could put up an argument for for a lot of people as the second best quarterback in this league. You could say Joe Burrow right about now. You could use the case for Josh Allen if you want to say Josh Allen right now. Maybe Jalen Hurts is the answer to your question of who the second best quarterback is in the NFL. I think those are probably the three that you look at because they've had success, you know, in in the postseason and getting into the postseason, even though Josh Allen is starting to feel a little bit like he can't win the big one. He still made it into the playoffs. He still has won some playoff games. You know, I can't put Justin Herbert in that category yet. He hasn't done anything in the postseason, and now he's got a new offensive coordinator. You know, I'm not – Dak Prescott doesn't belong in the conversation with anybody, and I think when you look at, you know, Tom Brady, he's well past his prime. So when you're looking at who the second-best quarterback is, there's probably a battle between three – maybe four guys to be the second best quarterback in the NFL. And that shows you 
Josh, how important it is to have one of those two top-tier guys because they elevate that entire team, just like Coach Vermeil was talking about. Of, of the 112 quarterbacks that have been in the Super Bowl, how many are Hall of Famers? 61% are roughly in or on the verge of being in the Hall of Fame. That's how important that position is. And if you don't have that kind of guy playing quarterback for your team in the NFL, barring luck and unforeseen circumstances, chances are you're not going to have a lot of postseason success. Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, and Scenic Views. Of course, Chiefs and Eagles coming up a week from Sunday down in Arizona. We'll have the game for you, of course, on 106.5 The Wolf. Uh, I think you made a very smart play uh, this past Sunday, Bob. Okay. You do think I made it. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I made a smart play yeah. as well. You you didn't go to the game. I did not go to the game. I think that was, was a smart play by you. Right. Thank yeah. you very much. And you're speaking from a husband's point of view or you're speaking from a reality point of view or uh, both, both, yeah, both yeah. point of view. Okay. Husband so probably first. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. here's the story. My wife is absolutely Who? my, my wife. She is absolutely insane, like loves going to games. Not that I don't, but she's like, a, you know, she's at an 11 when I'm at a 10, right? Like, this is her deal. She loves it, loves it, loves it, loves it, loves it. I was going to say, right? she, she might go to more than you. She probably, yeah, she probably does. Yeah. There's, there yeah, there's like, times oh, yeah, where they, she's gone. And, just, yeah. you, she just scooped up the girls and went to a game. <laughs> or and you're she like, went by herself with Ralph on yeah, the bus and, yeah, you know, had herself a time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, she went to the game. I didn't yeah, know, whatever. Right. So, so she, she loves sports, it, right? Yeah, right, both sports, everything, right? She just loves the Go. Happened, I'm more heard, yeah. of a homebody. I just admit it. Right? I'm more of a homebody type guy. There are she times, loves going. There are times you, you want to pay attention to the game, too. I right. Think, right? And, and there I, is that. I yeah. find myself in that category. I uh, Honestly, I didn't see as much of Sunday's game as I wanted. No, to. you didn't because you were on the sidelines and missed a I lot of I was trolling <laughs> so many <laughs> of the injuries. Yeah. That I was like, you know, I, I feel like I, I, I missed a lot of Sunday's game that I, I would I need to go back and completely revisit, but yeah. right. Yeah. And so it, it's funny that you, you say that because my mother-in-law is like, Josh is getting a workout on the sidelines. He's paying attention to all these injuries that are going yeah. on, right? You're missing the game because you're talking like, what's going on with this yeah. guy? I got to know. I gotta, Mitch is yelling at me. I need to tell Mitch. <laughs> and, and so, so my wife wanted to go to, to obviously to the championship game. Right. And, and tickets were astronomical, like so expensive to get in. And I'm like, look, we, 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 we just not going to afford it right now. It's just too expensive to go. Right. And so late in the week, my friend Richard calls me, he goes, Hey, if you want to go as my guest, I got you a ticket. And, and, you know, he sits, uh, be honest, he's got really good seats, lower level, 50 yard line, visitor sideline, you know, I think like the second or last row up in the, in the lower level, 50 yard line, great seats. He says, I got one. I'll take you. I said, nah, I, I, you know, as much as I would love to go, I'm not going to do that to my wife. I'm not going to say I'm going to the game at the last second and kind of leave her watching alone. I looked at that as like, I'm doing what I believe is right for my marriage at this point in time. Now, my wife, I told her on Sunday during the game, I said, you know, I could have gone. Richard offered me a ticket. She goes, oh, then you should have gone. I go, oh, I already did that last week against Jacksonville. That's a setup, right? And so I think deep down inside, she looked at me and she goes, this is why I married this wonderful human being. He put me ahead of going to the game Take for the, the AFC man. championship. The and I am going to take, take the win, the win on that. Right. Like I, I don't want to say I deserve credit or anything like that. No, Cause I don't No, no. I, that, I'm just going to take the win. Right. That's overstepping. Just take the, take how, the win. <laughs> how, how did, but I made the right call. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. How many people would have done that? I, I would bet the text line right now probably thinks I'm an idiot, which they already do. Uh, but I, I, I would imagine that they're like, you're a dope. How did you not do that? I said, because happy life, happy wife, right. Or happy wife, happy life. 
and she would have killed me had I gone to that game without her on Sunday afternoon. And I knew deep down inside, this is the right move to do for the sanctity of my marriage. Smart call. Uh, Philadelphia seems to think they've already won. Huh. We need to get to them next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. playing this crap you, you really can't i'm sorry man start the segment over and get rid of this we're not doing that man like you don't want to jog you don't want to do some air boxing this is like philadelphia's some, greatest some hero. upside down some upside down sit-ups no we're not playing music from philadelphia's greatest hero which by the way their greatest hero is a fictional character just so you know out there in philadelphia I they did. have a statue for a fictional character okay so of course Rocky. I did laugh, though. I don't remember who had him on. I don't know if it was who had who NFL on. Network or ESPN, but they had on Michael B. Jordan, the star of Creed, uh-huh. and he picked the Chiefs, which I thought was great. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> but, but I thought it was great. I'm like, oh, Philly's going to be pissed. Yeah. Because <laughs> think of that Rocky franchise, you're going to be mad. I was like, wow, right. he picked the Chiefs. Okay, awesome. So Creed. Pick the Chiefs. Right. right absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So Creed's going with the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. No, no Rocky music this week, bro. Like, seriously, as, as good as the music is, we, we can't be playing that crap around here. <laughs> and, and, and I'll tell you this. If, if you're going to Philadelphia in the next week or so, or you're in Philadelphia and you're a Chiefs fan listening, do not put anything Chiefs related on the Rocky statue. That is a bad omen. The San Francisco 49er fans put a 49er jersey yeah, on the Rocky you statue, you can't do that. And, and they lost. I got enough to deal with. I would not. Yeah, I would. I would just fear. I would fear that one. Like right. I'm not superstitious, but kind of. Uh, maybe a lot stitious. Right. That one would be like that's just bad mojo. Yeah, you don't do that, yeah, right? Yeah, you you can't yeah. do that. So you don't call a stadium Burrowhead, right? And you probably don't put a you know Chiefs jersey, jersey on, on on Rocky. On Rocky, yeah. Right, so no more Rocky music until the Super Bowl is over. No jerseys on the Rocky statue. I, I got it bad enough because my sister and nephews live in Philadelphia right now, and um, they sent a video yesterday of my two nephews singing the Fly Eagles Fly video, and so my dad's firing back because he's a Chiefs fan and he's rooting for the Chiefs, and, and you know he goes, I'll never root for the Eagles not being a Giants fan, and <laughs> yeah. plus he loves he's, the Chiefs, he's right? He's got it easy now. Yeah, it's, like, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. so easy for him, right? Yeah. And so my, my sister's you know sending pictures of her in an Eagles hat, my dad's sending pictures of him in a Giants hat, and so like the, the smack talking has already begun you know, for two weeks, and, and I have a cousin of mine that lives in Philadelphia, and and, and we made a bet on the game. If the if the Chiefs win, when the Chiefs win, I'm getting all kinds of great soft pretzels from Wawash coming my way because they're the best soft pretzels you ever did have. And by chance something happens, then I have to send him some smokehouse barbecue. But that's not going to happen because the Chiefs are going to win this football game. But so so I've got family members all over Philadelphia that, that have been talking smack basically since the clock ticks zero. And now I've got to live with that for two weeks. So if you play another Rocky song, my friend, I swear to God, we're, we're going to have to have... 
we're going to have to have words on this one because we are not supporting no the greatest s- fictional character in Philadelphia history. No streets of Philadelphia. No, no streets of Philadelphia. Uh, but, but no you DJ have- Jazzy Jeff. Fresh no, Prince. nothing related to that town. No Philly, Philly, <laughs> Philly is where I am from. No. Nope. No, that's not this two weeks, that's I guess. how we work a segment for those <laughs> on the back end. That's exactly right. So you were uh, you were checking in, though, on our, our sibling station, WIP, yeah. via the uh, the Odyssey app. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't encourage you to do it, but if you're, uh, if, you know, you should be listening to 610 all the time. Right. But, Absolutely. But if you were to dabble. Uh, it appears this thing's over. No, right? it, it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I was listening yesterday. Now, their, their station's a little bit different. A lot of it is, is, is you know, fans calling in and, and, and caller-driven radio on the East Coast. So it's a lot of fans talking. But, my God, you would have think they've already won the Super Bowl by listening in on that radio station. It's like they don't even need to play this game. And I like that because if you have that mindset already, like I, I felt that way in 2003 when Kansas was playing Syracuse for the national championship. We were down in New Orleans covering the game, and that's when I wrecked the RV down there, Josh. And right before that game got ready to tip off, I was out in the parking lot doing the pregame show from the Changing RV. Changing our, our right? company policies forever. Right. No, thank it, you. it has, yes. I mean, you, you wreck one RV in the streets of New Orleans, and now we can't take RVs that's anymore, correct. right? That's Good correct. God, that was 20 years ago. You'd think yeah. they'd let it go, right? But no. Um, so... So I'm finishing up the pregame Philadelphia show. Philadelphia or our place? Both of them. Okay, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both places. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, uh, so, so I'm finishing up the pregame show, and I'm getting out of the RV, and and there's this guy standing there, right? And he, and he looks at me. He's like, psst, come here. I'm, I'm thinking he's trying to sell me some weed or something. I don't know what's going on, right? And he gives me the shirt that says Kansas National Champs 2003 before the game. And so I'm like, boy, that that's cool. I like that. He goes, you can wear it for the post-game show. That'll be kind of cool when Kansas wins the national championship. And I'm like, awesome. I found that shirt last week because I was going through some stuff in the closet. I still have that T-shirt. I'm not giving that up because that's, you know, that should have been sent to a third world nation because that's where they send these shirts, which my kids are now asking, what happens to all the stuff that said the Bengals on it? And I'm like, it's gone. It's in some third world country right now. And you'll never see that stuff again. And totally off subject we actually got an email from somebody that said do you want somebody on to talk about what they do with the the merchandise <laughs> like man um so um, maybe 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 depending i on don't know the so, real story is probably not as good as the fake one where right they said these boxes of t-shirts whatever. Yeah, it was like basically they give to unicef and they take care yeah. of it i'm yeah. like it's kind of boring um so um so I had that shirt. And well done, though. I mean, very I, I, I well applaud done. them doing that. Yeah. Very well done. Um, and, and I thought, you know, once they won that game against Marquette on that Saturday night, I mean, we were partying on Bourbon Street like we had just won the championship. The, the game on Monday night was just going to be a formality. Well, we all know how that turned out. They didn't win that game. Syracuse ultimately ended up winning. And so when you have that feeling that you've already won something before it, it has even happened, I like when the opponent does that. That gives me all the good feels, just like the Cincinnati Bengals thought they had this game won before they even took the field uh, at Arrowhead Stadium in Brett Veach Town. And so I think it's great when people want to talk smack and believe that they've already won something when they haven't. The other thing that I noticed by by listening in a little bit, they can't quit Andy Reid. And... Andy Reid had success there in Philadelphia, but never got them to that Super Bowl championship like we have seen Doug Peterson do. And now here Nick Sirianni is on the, on the cusp of getting to the Super Bowl as well for Philadelphia. They can't quit Andy Reid. And they talk about him all the time. 
And this was a town, Josh, that ran Andy Reid out of town. Like, they got tired of Andy Reid, I don't know, winning every year, but not getting and winning that Super Bowl championship. So they essentially ran the guy out of town. But if you flip on WIP, our sister station, at any point of the day, they're still talking about Andy Reid. He had a major impact on that organization. He turned that organization around, and then, you know, Chip Kelly tried to bury the organization, and he did for two years, and then Doug Peterson got it back on track. Andy Reid is a major reason why the Philadelphia Eagles have turned into a successful franchise and a major reason why, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs are a, a successful franchise. But it also sounds like, like the, the Philadelphia fans are like a jilted lover when it comes to Andy Reid. Like they just can't quit Andy Reid and move on. And they've had what, three coaches now since Andy Reid has left? Three coaches, two of them, which have taken to the Super two Bowl. Two of them got like, to the Super Bowl, yeah. They've had some success. They've been all right. They probably defied the odds in that regard, right? Yeah. Oh my God, like, yes. Like, like Andy Reid, letting go of Andy Reid could be, I don't know, whatever. Whatever jinx happens to a city, the the Billy Goat Tavern, Chicago, whatever, sure, you know, one of those, right, one of yes. those, you know, one of those deals, the curse of the babe, whatever, or Bambinos. one of those yeah. Doug Peterson might've provided that too. Like letting Doug Peterson go sure. after winning a, a, a Super Bowl. Right. And here they are in a, in another Super Bowl with a, a second head coach since you feel, feel like you should just be beating your chest about it. Not lamenting the guy that was gone. Right. I just never, I had never seen dating back to the, the day Andy Reed was hired here. I'd never seen another town care about a guy who's gone more than them. I never have either. The contingent yeah. of media. I still remember the contingent of media that came from Philadelphia mm -hmm. to cover Andy Reed's inaugural press conference in Kansas city was amazing. It was unbelievable. Me. Yeah. It was insane. Considering they believed the, that he never said anything. Right. Yeah. They, they, I mean, and, and that's right. what you hear a lot. Andy right. never said anything. Didn't give us anything. Yet they all showed <laughs> they up all in Kansas traveled City. <laughs> across the country to Kansas City for the press count. It was very weird. I'm right. Like, this is odd. And it still continues a decade later. A decade later. A decade later. Right. They're still talking about Andy Reid and still lamenting the Andy Reid, you know, departure from that town. I mean, we, we've talked a lot about Tyreek Hill all year long here in Kansas City. It hasn't even been a year that he's been gone. And and I think a lot of the reason we talk about him is because when he was traded, everybody told us we couldn't. And you know what we did? We could. And we did. And we showed them. And I think it's important to talk about, okay, Tyreek Hill got traded. The Chiefs got a, a you know five draft picks or whatever it was back in return for him. And we showed you why you don't need to spend $75 million on a wide receiver in the NFL when you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So it's okay to draw that parallel. Is there anybody else that you think, though, like Philadelphia hasn't been able to let Andy Reid go that we've not been able to let go in this town. I think we've done a pretty good job in recent vintage for a while. And you said it last night was die Damon Beltran. Like we lamented on that. Then the Royals won a world series and we don't oh, really talk God. about those yeah, guys anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right. Is, is there anybody right now that we as a city from a sports standpoint just haven't been able to let go? I don't think there is. I, I really don't. And not maybe that's from, because not, we, we didn't have a lot of success. Well, maybe not people, from this you know? like jealousy standpoint, you know what I mean? Like, we haven't been able to let go of some other things. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. Yeah, sure. I'm saying from a like a strictly jealousy standpoint, I, I don't I don't think so. I think in the short term it's it's Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Instead of just ignoring him, right? Right. We're everybody's wondering how he's doing. Um, probably some rooting for his decline, mm -hmm. right? Sure. But I saw a lot of 
that after the Chiefs won. What do you think Tyreek's thinking right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think the short term, the answer is Tyreek Hill. The long term, maybe we've exercised most of that. Yeah, I think I we think have. I feel like most of it was from the baseball side. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lynn Elliott's a different category, but I think many people are probably over that one too now. Right. So. I mean, we've been to you know three Super Bowls now and I, won I, one again, since Lynn Elliott. Especially is... since you, it's not like you haven't won a Super Bowl. Right. You, you've got a Super Bowl in Philly. That's the part that's baffling to me. You won. Right. Had like, they been an eight and eight type of team for the last 10 years and had no success, I could totally understand. Yeah. Oh, we made a mistake by letting Andy Reid go. Look what he's doing. But they won a Super Bowl before Andy Reid won a Super yeah. Bowl, you know? We will check in with Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs insider for his weekly visit. A look ahead, of course, to the uh, to the big game, but also, the I guess, the healing that has to take place <laughs> amongst the, uh, the Chiefs roster before that game. We'll talk to Pete next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Who's calling? I think it might be Pete. Pete, sweetie. Arrowhead Pride. Editor-in-Chief. I think about the Always wearing plaid. Think about charcuterie and the Chiefs. Charcuterie and the Chiefs. Charcuterie and the Chiefs. Charcuterie and plaid and the Chiefs. It is time for our weekly chat with Pete Sweeney. His intro course by the uh, the old number five something you need to have in your brain maybe an example something you might need to know at 820 830 840 today oh i do like that just a little do like that little heads up something like that something of that ilk you would uh, would be beneficial if you knew it. Yeah, Pete right. Sweeney is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of 610 Sports Radio. It's also the only app that you need at your Super Bowl party, Pete. So kick that charcuterie to the side, my friend. You ready for the uh, for the Super Bowl in two weeks of wondering how healthy Patrick Mahomes is going to be? Yeah, yeah, I think that that's what we're we're eyeing right now, and and really it's a, a laundry list of of, of injuries. Uh, I think that. And I, I know this has always been the case, but I think the most fortunate thing right now is that the Super Bowl is designed to have a, a bye week built in, not only because of Andy Reid being so good in, in in these type of situations where he is able to prepare more, but just simply the, the injury list, not just Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure Travis Kelsey is going to continue receiving treatment. You now have LeJarius Sneed, who's very important. Willie Gay Jr., you know, McCole Hardman, Kadarius Toney, Justin Watson, the list goes on and on and on and and so you get these guys right and you have a week to do it and you'll head down to to Arizona in a, in a week's time and and I think by next Tuesday you hope that everyone's a little bit closer to 100%. So we're all cool. Remember when we wanted to back back the season up. Yeah, get that right, get the bye week out. Get that extra yeah. game in. We could not have to move anything. I'm like, "Okay, cool." uh cuz they had a rash of injuries. Right. Uh and and now maybe hopefully a little more time to heal. I think I think McCole Hardman was the only one we forgot on that list, but oh my goodness, Pete. Uh they've been pretty knock on wood healthy all year, but this is this is quite a list heading into the biggest game of the year. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm I'm with you guys. It 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 did seem like the NFL for one reason or another just kept pushing things back. I, I think the, the oddest part of the the season 
is that gap between preseason game three and they're, they're seemingly two or three weeks before week one begins. And then it seemed like they pushed the Super Bowl back even more. And, and I know that especially here in Kansas City, we're all very antsy for this game to begin. But I'm telling you, with, with that list, this, this bye week is the best thing that, that could have happened to the Chiefs, even if that means they maybe you have to turn on the, the Pro Bowl games and the, the long drive competition uh, this week uh, that won't involve the Chiefs. It, it's worth the wait from a health standpoint for sure. Well, and, and also, too, Pete, you run through that laundry list, and, and I'm listening to you talk about all these guys injured, and, and I just think to myself, and it just goes to show you how effing awesome Patrick Mahomes is to win that football game. Yeah, and I, I think – that's a little bit of the, the misconception, I, I think, that, that you're seeing uh, uh, nationally right now. I, I think a lot of the chatter, you know, at least from a, a fan standpoint coming out of Cincinnati, is that, oh, the, the Chiefs had the refs on, on, on their side. Uh, there were, you know, a number of, of calls that went against the Chiefs, you know, one that might have cost them a touchdown, another an interception. There um, were so many uh, of the odds, I, I think. So if you think about, uh, from an injury standpoint uh, that we were just talking about, you couldn't pick two worst players come into the game injured for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Uh, Chris Jones is a solid number three, but I, I think everybody's top two uh, would be those two guys. And then you know you you begin Sneed the might game. Be four. And, Sneed might be four, right? Yeah, immediately into the game. Yeah, you're talking about Legarius Sneed against. Uh, of Jamar Chase, uh, uh, Tyler Boyd, uh, T. Higgins, one of the best you know pass catching trios, if not the best in the NFL, and and so you, you're 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 having all these guys, uh, three of the four get injured, and and I, I think some calls did go uh, against the Chiefs, and and look, uh, the Bengals had a lot of opportunities in this game. I mean, um, it, it, I know that everyone had, had their nerves. I, I I'll tell you the the key part that I think. I was in my nurse for, for KC was um, when, when they were able to push Burrow back at the end of the game, and then all of a sudden they convert to third and 16 to Hayden Hurst. I mean, they, they had an opportunity right there to, to do it. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I, I think the odds were, were well stacked up against the Chiefs. I think it's lame, even from a Chiefs standpoint, um, when, the, when the, the Chiefs lose to, to, to blame any kind of officials because you are playing for 60 minutes. If you play better, uh, it shouldn't come down to the officials, and I don't think this game w- was the case. And and yes, I, I think it was a masterclass in the sense of Patrick Mahomes really pushing through uh, a, a tough injury uh, to get it done. And they they did just enough. And now they're headed to the Super Bowl. How deranged are these people who want to change that penalty now because of the way that that game ended? I mean, we've seen nitwits out there suggesting to offer either a five or a fifteen yard penalty and all of that nonsense. Let's put it in the hands of referees yeah, to decide put, which. Put, put more Ooh. in the hands of the referees. Like uh, Pete, I, I think what we're looking at right now is every year that the Chiefs win in the postseason, people want to change rules to pre- prevent them from continuing to win in the postseason. I mean, two years in a row now, we have people out there suggesting rules changes because the Chiefs went out there and won a game. Yeah, it's that it's that fatigue a, a little bit. I I I, I think it's happening uh, and and I and I feel that that there are some people that aren't from Kansas City or what they would call the jurisdiction of the the Chiefs kingdom and you are gaining fans outside of that realm, but there's also fans on the other side that always just want to see the new and other teams get an opportunity and 
Kansas yeah, but that's City not the way it works. I mean, we're not here. This isn't a give everybody an opportunity world, and I, I'm quite honestly, that's society in general. You got to work for what you earn. The Chiefs outwork everybody and beat everybody, man. Like so, for these people, like, well, somebody else needs a new opportunity, then beat the Chiefs. You know? Well, that, I mean, that, that's true, and and for no reason out of another, you know, I I tended to think when, and this is another sport, but when the Golden State Warriors were doing it, I mean, that's a pretty likable team, and they started to get some hate. Um, more, it was. It seemed like it was easier to hate the the Miami Heat. You know, you, know, you go through these teams that have dominant. Certainly, um, the Patriots were one of the more successful teams of two decades, and people didn't like to see them winning. Same thing. Uh, you know, you go all the way back to, in baseball to the the Yankees and what they were doing. Like, I just, I think that sometimes those teams that that keep winning, it, they're easy to hate. And I just, I think the Chiefs have one more game where I think they're going to have a lot of people on their their side just because it's so fun to to watch this team. But when you win two championships and have been to three Super Bowls, you're starting to certainly enter Patriots territory, and I think you're going to get some natural hate from that. The biggest difference is, though, Bill Belichick's an ass, and nobody likes him, you know? <laughs> like, like, And, and that, that's why I think the hate started to develop. Had he been like Andy Reid or, you know, a, a fun-loving guy that was nice to people, I think people would have not gotten that Patriots fatigue. I don't know. Do, do people, guys, do people want this different teams all the time? So it feels like the clock has been sped up. And maybe because the Patriots, like, oh, we just went through this with the Patriots. We don't want to see another one of these things. I mean, do people really want, like, parody all the time? Like, I don't know. If they- I want to see the best. I mean, I don't know about you, and I guess maybe we're biased a little bit. But also, yes. you, you talk to enough people, though. <laughs> people love watching Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's, it's the greatest duo in the NFL. Well, the ratings are undeniable. I mean, if you really look at at Patrick Mahomes uh, and and what he brings to a table from a, a rating standpoint, uh, everybody's tuning in. And whether it's because you love to love or, or love to hate, it's it's hard to miss a, a game with Mahomes. That's actually it's kind of funny from a, a Chiefs fan standpoint. I mean, it took the Denver Broncos being abysmal for them to move the Chiefs out of that prime time slot in in the middle of the year. Uh, and I and I I think there there is some other side to that too. I mean I I know that there's um, there's probably a lot of kids who enjoy Patrick Mahomes and are fans of Patrick Mahomes almost in like a Michael Jordan sort of way where you have other cities rooting for the Chiefs because of of what he's brought to the table. You know there there have been people within the the organization and this was a a recent years development that were just put in charge of let's make the the Chiefs a worldwide brand because of what Mahomes has been able to do. And, you know, you're seeing a push into Germany and, you know, you're seeing a push into Mexico, for example, because they're so fun to watch and they're so easy to root for from a, a gameplay standpoint, you have those opportunities for the Chiefs to be a worldwide brand. And just to think about that from a, a standpoint of maybe where we were in, in, in 2012 and, and where we are now, um, it's just, it's fun to, to be a part of that. And, and it's fun that it's all, happening right here and and just you have a a worldwide brand developing um and again i i just think yeah you'll get some fans that that really enjoy that and you're going to get others that that kind of hate it and of course that starts with your rivals in the afc west and continues into the rest of the afc all right we we have time obviously we've got a little time before this game happens what's your what's your early read of the the matchup itself i like the chiefs especially if they well, especially since they're getting a, a week to to rest here. If this game had been next Sunday, I, I would be feeling like they be, might be in, in trouble. Uh, I just think they're going to be too banged up. The Eagles are too much to a complete team. Um, I, I've looked at the, the Chiefs' schedule, and I just feel like they've 
gutted out a lot of tough wins over uh, some tough teams. And I, I think there's a little bit of a disparity between the AFC and the NFC. Now, the Eagles have taken care of business, but if you really bring up their schedule and zone in, and, and, and you know, you can do it yourself if you're listening, or you guys can do it, you, you look at it and you're like, man, did they really beat any good teams anytime soon? I mean, there's been a lot of teams that y- you would say, you know, I can't even believe this team was in the playoffs with their playoff road. And, and yeah, they earned that as the first seed, but the Chiefs had the first seed. They're playing two, you know, much tougher teams than, than the Eagles had to. And so, I I think there's an angle here where the Eagles may be overwhelmed by just how solid the Chiefs are, uh, and maybe Kansas City can take advantage of that, get out to an early lead, and really control this game. So uh, I I'm thinking Chiefs by by a touchdown here right now early. Now it's day two uh, as we prepare this game, so I have to reserve the right to change. But I. I think the Chiefs are, are the better team, and I, I think they've had a tougher road, and they'll be better for it. So, Pete, just uh, just real quick, a little tip for you. Two storylines to watch. I'm giving you the inside scoop first. Andy Reid against his old team and the Kelsey brothers playing against each other. I don't know if anybody else is going to be talking you know, about that this week. Did you know week. Travis had a brother? You know what? You're, you guys are are really reaching new heights by, by telling me. Uh, well done. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. On that why, note, that's, that's why pizza we will see you oh my goodness. next week. Way to knock it out of the park. Very good. Well done. Warmer I'm, weather. Warmer, warmer weather ahead. I got, I got, I got nothing. That was, I got nothing that was to too add. good. I, yeah. No, that was <laughs> well done, Pete. Pete Sweeney, Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs Insider, joins us uh, each and every Tuesday at 730. Hey, some great news. What's that, Josh? Maybe St. Louis. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't even know what you're going to say. Can get another NFL team after all. Laugh was well intended. There. <laughs> Next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 730, 610 Sports Radio. Living here in Brett Feeds Town. Without him, Patrick is not around. Out at Arrowhead, they're winning games, throwing touchdowns, holding parades. And Travis is catching the ball, dropping dimes to Tyreek and more. And our sacks are coming from Chris Jones. Ties making plays. We need more parades. And we're living here in Breadfeach Town. Living here in Breadfeach Town. Now I air sing along with Bob. <laughs> yeah, you do, and you look drunk when yeah. you do. <laughs> There's a few of those notes you, you kind of have to. I don't know how you. 
Otherwise, how you are able to call up those uh, notes, I don't, I don't that's know. That's good. Somebody said the instrumental version is better. We don't have an instrumental version of that song, but nice try. Oh, well, I, I guess the one you sang over. <laughs> maybe what they're saying. <laughs> the, the instrumental without you would probably be the better version. All right, NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, and Scenic Views. My friend's a high school teacher over at Lee Summit. She had her Brett Veachtown shirt on at school the other day. She said a student came up to me and said, that shirt is fire. And she goes, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you I know, that is so. definitely the a good kids thing. Are, yeah. That's what the kids that's are saying. That's the kids are saying. The Brett Veachtown <laughs> t-shirts are fire. We great. got two more that we've got for sale as well uh, that you can get. And we'll send you the link if you text us at the 913-586-7610. You can get two more t-shirts that, uh, that we've created. One says, Burrow had my ass with like the 610 that. logo like underneath it. Like and then the other one that we have out there says, shut your mouth, you jabroni yeah, with I the love. 610 logo I on love it. That one. Yeah. <laughs> They're 20 bucks, and you can get them via our social media. We've retweeted them on, on Twitter. You can find the links there, or you can just send us a text, and B-Dub will send you that link immediately. They, the, the shirts are great quality. I'll say this, too. I think they run a little big. The large was a pretty big fit. You got the 4X. Are you swimming in that thing? And probably Swimming in it, bro. Swim, yeah, so they, so, they run, uh, so they run pretty big, right? Yeah, doing the backstroke. Backstroke. The elementary backstroke. backstroke. Did you do the elementary backstroke? Tickle T snap is what they talked us about how to do the elementary backstroke. Tickle T snap. And you'll never forget how to do the elementary backstroke, hmm. my friend. Elementary. So, yeah, so text us at 913-586-7610. We'll send you the link. You can get your Brett Beachtown T-shirt there. You can get your Shut Your Mouth, You Jabroni T-shirt with the 610 logo on it. And you can get the Burrow Head My Ass with the 610 logo on it as well. They're 20 bucks a piece. They're great <laughs> quality T-shirts. They're a lot of fun. Have some fun with it. Go get your T-shirts today. This is unbelievable. I actually feel bad for St. Louis in this one. I, I actually do feel bad for St. Louis. I don't because they're like, no, screw you. Well, they're not getting it. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you like that they're no? I don't. No, I like the fact that everybody in St. Louis is so bent towards the NFL. They're like, don't even bring us up in this mm-hmm. conversation. We don't want you. Well, and good, you don't good. want us. Well, good because it's not really happening. But this is great. Yep. Story in the Chicago Sun Times. Discussing the the future of the Bears, mm-hmm. and they're currently fighting. And an organization that thinks there's something and is totally want irrelevant. Them downtown, they bought some land out in in the suburb, and they moved to the suburbs, and blah blah blah. Here's the tweet from the uh, St. Louis Post Dispatch's Kurt Erickson. Big Biz Rep says Bears could be wooed to St. Louis if <laughs> Illinois doesn't ante up. <laughs> oh, God. Quote, if not, you're going to start to have other states make their cases on why the Chicago Bears should be the St. Louis Bears. I don't think anybody's making that case. That's not happening. I, I... But if you're the Bears, you've got to use all of that to get what you want. Yeah, yeah. The, the Bears. Can... I'd use San Diego. Could probably hold the city hostage a bit, right? Um, St. Louis is not about no, it's just not, <laughs> not happening. Sorry, St. Louis, and 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 they know too. They're like, please don't bother us with this anymore. We're so tired of the NFL, and and they just you know sued the league, you know, over there. 
I got to be honest, if you sue the league, I don't think they're going to want to put a team in your city anytime soon. And St. Louis is too busy figuring out who their eighth inning middle relief guy is going to be to care about the National Football yeah, League. Third, third line of the of the blues, blues or you yeah. know, whatever they got going yeah. on over there right now. But it's a beautiful story because now you're starting to see the pushback. And again, we're going to have this here. I mean, the Kansas, Kansas and Missouri are going to be playing each other for the Chiefs. You know that's going to happen. So just get ready to strap in. It's completely different than having another city four hours away trying to be involved. But if the Bears want to get things done, Josh, sometimes you got to go out and find an offer and bring it back and say, we've got this offer here before anybody gets off their ass to try to match that could offer. Be, could you know? be. Could be. But I would use San Diego because that's, I think, still a place that you can get a franchise and would support a franchise. They just didn't like the owner. Maybe Portland is out there. Hell, use London right now. Why not? You've you got all these international cities that are hosting games. You might as well use all of that. I promise you this. I, the Bears may have not have been relevant since 1985, but they're not leaving Chicago. No, no chance. You're not leaving that market immediately. Somebody would move there, like Tennessee would go. We're, we're going to Chicago, Vegas, Vegas. You know, I mean, Vegas <laughs> the Raiders find them out. <laughs> we want a we want a fan base that goes to our games. We're yeah. gonna go there. <laughs> so yeah, she, but you you, you got to do. I just love that, this, that St. Louis is the name that came up. Like, right. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> just leave us alone. Come on, leave us alone. We have no shot at this. We're worried about the 26th man on the roster, and this is what you're doing to us. So within what four years? Or so, there'll be another piece written in St. Louis about, well, if uh, if Kansas City doesn't want to keep them, right. St. Louis is uh, rolling out the red carpet for the Chiefs. Same state. Doesn't work that way. I'm like, I'm like yeah, it's not working there either. Not, just not going to work. <laughs>